Well, first, we had these Super 8 films of our kids when they were little, and then they became, of course, videos for modern times, and, and then DVDs, and, you know, it's really kind of fun to flash back, especially to when they were babies, and, and like, just toddlers. For example, our oldest son, we have this old movie of his first birthday, and we managed to keep this on film for better or worse. <laughs> in this picture, he is seated in this high chair. He's dressed in brand new birthday clothes, it looks like, and he's surrounded by relatives who are probably saying lots of dumb things to him. And mom comes along, and there she sits in front of him on his high chair, a big, beautiful, fudgy, chocolatey birthday cake, you know where I'm going, with one candle in it. Well, he blew out the candle, of course. Now the movie continues. My son is simply staring at the cake, trying to figure out what you're supposed to do with it. By the end of the movie, he is wearing the cake because he did try to feed it to himself. It was pretty messy, but at least he was feeding himself. Well, I'm Ron Hutchcraft, and I want to have a word with you today about who's feeding you. Our word for today from the Word of God comes from Hebrews chapter 5, and I'll begin reading at verse 12. The writer says, Though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's Word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. In essence, the writer here is saying, you know, you've been around a while, guys. You should be into some serious spiritual issues. What are you doing still playing with entry-level basics? You should be teaching others but you still need someone to hold your hand. Now, we fed our son when he was first born, and that's pretty natural. But pretty soon he began to feed himself. In fact, we would have had cause to worry about him if he didn't feed himself. See, God has a, a lot of underdeveloped kids who are still depending on someone else to feed them. You see, maturity means you feed yourself. So who's spiritually feeding you most of the time? Now, we have a lot of folks giving us food, you know, radio programs, our church events, uh, websites, Bible studies, youth leaders, TV shows. And that's great. But it's still supposed to be supplemental. It's easy to be lazy about feeding yourself. The foundation of a relationship with Jesus Christ comes down to you and Jesus alone in a room. You with a Bible in your hands, digging out your personal word for today from the Word of God. If that's not the center of your spiritual growth, you might be one of God's overgrown babies. It's what you discover firsthand that really changes you inside. Isn't it time you set a regular time to feed yourself, to make that time with Jesus non-negotiable? Read it, read it again, to find something to do today because you read it. Write down what you're going to do and what you read. Get a journal going. And then tell someone about what you got out of the Bible today. You say, well, I'm not really very good at feeding myself. I need professional feeders. Well, my son wasn't very good at it either at first. He made a mess. He missed his mouth, <laughs> but he was trying. He was growing. He got better as he did it more. And so will you. The important thing is that you are daily allowing time with Jesus where you can learn to feed yourself. When you're doing that, well, congratulations. You're beyond spiritual pampers, and you're on the road to really growing up. <laughs>